It's lunchtime in Central Texas. Live at one of the year's biggest events. As you can see, the crowd is going wild. Let's see who will have their cake and eat it, too. It's time for the press box. What are we having? Uh, just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? I can read. PB and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Here's your host, Ward White and Cameron Stewart, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to. Hey. Hello. Fabulous football Friday. Woo. What football we got this weekend? The Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah. It's actually, I watched it last year. It's so fun to watch. It really is fun. I thought it absolutely stunk. I thought it was fun. (laughs) I have no no interest. I'm none. I'm not interested in it at all. I tried to watch it last night. Boring. Silly. Well, last I, night was like dodgeball, wasn't it? I, like, I don't know what. It's oh, I mean, I, I didn't. Oh. I didn't stay long enough to. <laughs> I couldn't even identify what it was. <laughs> no, I. It, it's go back to the Pro Bowl and not the last year of the actual game where everybody was just running in there and it was basically flag football. There was yeah. no tackling done. I mean, why? What are we doing? Let's <laughs> let's go back and play the game. I mean, at this point, why even I mean, do it? it yeah, I mean, name the pro before. Soft society, here we go again. Uh-oh, what's happening? Punxsutawney Field did not see a shadow early spring. Wow. Oh. That explains Ooh. why it was 70 yesterday. I am so excited. <laughs> you know what that means, though, Aaron? That means that when August gets here, we're all going to be sweating. Oh, yeah. It's going to be spring, like early 120. <laughs> I predict Wait, we that still get Selma. snow. I do think we'll get some snow before spring. Yes. Ben Franklin told me. Ben Franklin? What did you think? I think he invented the farmer's almanac. Isn't he on a ben Fra- is he on a coin? I thought he was on uh, a bill. He's on the hundred dollar bill. He's on the hundred dollar bill. Oh, did you bet? Trust me, of course I know that. Because <laughs> you make that. so much money. <laughs> All about the Benjamins. <laughs> but I don't think he's on a coin. I honestly no. don't even know who's on the coins if we're being up. Like, I don't know. I don't, need, I don't know. Lincoln's, Lincoln's on, on the penny. Lincoln's on the penny. Washington, Washington on the quarter? Is that him? Quarter. Okay. All right. We're, that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. Just a penny and a quarter? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Thomas dimes Jefferson and, on like, the Why nickel? do we even have dimes and nickels these days? Why do we have pennies? That's a great point. Why? why? Honestly, we should just have I carry quarters. a pocket full all the time. Of pennies? Mm-hmm. Well, I've always got change. I've, I've always has, but, I always have change in my pocket. I, make I it a have point. change always in my purse. Thomas Jefferson's on the nickel. See, I told Franklin you. Roosevelt's on the dime. Bam. Who? Franklin D. Roosevelt. Oh. He was pretty important. Yeah. He was all right. I heard of him. <laughs> I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of him. I got him. to see Thomas Jefferson's house from a distance. Oh, uh, really? Monticello. I've been yeah. there twice. Have not been any, I wanted to go in really bad. Oh, but it's, we could beautiful. It. it's beautiful. Mm. It's beautiful. Nice town, Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Who's on the dollar bill? Mm. What? Andrew Jackson? No. They call me Miss Jackson. I don't know who. George Washington. George Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's he's on the 
Jackson is on the twenty though. Who's on the five dollar bill? This is, this is where Benjamin Franklin. No, we just the guy that's the guy that invented the light bulb. D- d- no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Someone who's also on a coin. Thomas Jefferson. No. Someone else who's also on a coin. Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Hey, bang. Who's on the $10 bill? Okay, this is too much this for me. This is the toughest one. This is too much for me. On the t- Andrew Jackson? No. 20, 20. On the 20? Jackson's on the 20. Who's on the 10? Hambone. Who's that? Alex Hamilton. Who's he? Uh, he founded he on the, the Declaration Treasury, of Independence, I think, which is why he would be on a dollar bill. He was, he was a patriot. Yes, although right. not president. We, right? we just told you who's on the twenty. All right, I can't. I can't remember all this. This is way too much coming at me. Way too fast. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, nice. Andrew Jackson, the twenty dollar bill. bill. Oh, you'll never get this on the fifty. Mm-hmm. Was he a president? Yes. <laughs> he was our 18th president. How about that? Who was Eisenhower? No. <laughs> I don't know. Not a even earlier. <laughs> He's known for his war Who days. Who was Bill Clinton? No. <laughs> Who is Ronald Reagan? Yeah, absolutely I not. I would so not do good at Jeopardy. <laughs> You're only about a century off. <laughs> only. How far With is Reagan. that? A hundred years. Yeah, I don't know. In the past. Did you just say how much is that? <laughs> oh, this is so much pressure. It's a name, a first name you don't really see anymore. Dollar bill. I forgot he's on the dollar bill already. I didn't say dollar. I, I said dollar fifty. Bill have, you ever heard, right now. have you ever heard the trivia the question? 50. Who's buried in Grant's tomb? No. Where's that? Ugh. Robert E. Lee. Is that somebody? I just told you. It's not that far off. Grant. Very good. Woo-hoo-hoo! Oh, gosh. This has nothing to do with sports. Can we move on? <laughs> Who's on some... the $100 bill? No. No, I don't Honestly, know. Honestly, Stephanie, can I give you some flowers just, here? Because you we... said the other day you didn't know when the Civil War was fought, nor what it was fought over. But when you got Robert E. Lee, you went right to Ulysses S. Grant. That's pretty impressive. Because I do remember something about them. You get the names. Yeah. Okay. Isn't the... Look. 1913. I was in college. I don't know, I just don't know. I... I was in I have college a pass. once. I was in college once. Okay. I remember those days. So some of my cells aren't all in my head. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if I don't know, if I don't know something, like, if I don't know about something, I, I just don't know anything about it. Like, I wouldn't I know. have been able I mean, to, I could go to, to the even Googles. link the name. I could go to the Googles. But we I saw it. Googles. You didn't. You I didn't. didn't. It just back of my head came. It came forward. I don't know. All right. All right. What about football? See any kid names? <laughs> kids named Ulysses these days? Yeah, that's not one that's very common. Kind of gone out of fashion. <laughs> Naturally so. You know, Adolf went out for different reasons. Yeah, but Ulysses just kind of <laughs> just kind of faded out. Like, you know, you don't see many of those. Or Abrahams, to be totally honest with you. That's no. A, Abraham, that's a biblical name. Gone. Mm-hmm. Bring on the Jacobs. Keep the Isaacs there. Just the no Abrahams. A lot of Joshua's. Daniels and. Right. Not a lot of Moseses. No. No. Not a lot of Jesuses. Jesus. There's a lot of Jesus. Sure. There is <laughs> That's a lot something of that. that just didn't get anglicized, did it? Like, <laughs> Jesus was just, no, uncouth <laughs> for the English people. They're like, no, we don't, we don't think that's, that's a lot of pressure, you know? This has nothing to do with sports. It has everything. Jesus to do. has everything to do with everything. What is, what is the, <laughs> what is the biggest drive in sports? Names. No. Balls. No. 
Athletes. No. Money. There you go. What did we just talk about? Money. There you go. Show me the money. Sports movie. Name that movie. Jerry Maguire. Oh, there you go. Bam. I know my movies. (laughs) We could talk your movies, movies, but you have no idea who's on the dollar bill. Seventy's a credit card gal. You know, that's that's part of that's part of what's wrong. I bet if you went to If you ask like young adults. Young adults, they would have no idea. Yeah. No idea who's on any bill because they probably have never held a bill. That's like I don't remember anyone's phone number anymore. When I was a kid, I had to. I like still remember phone number, my like grandparents' phone, phone number, our old phone number. I remember both sides of my grandparents' phone number. But if you ask me, you are Stephanie's number right now, I'd have no, no idea. Clue. Been dating my girlfriend for three years. I don't even know what the area code is. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. What? Because in the you, world? Just, you just type it into your phone and you're done. Well, you just, yeah, it's. Yeah, I just type know, in y'all's names and you pop up. That's so right. I, yeah. That's right. It's not like the it used only to be. two numbers that I know are Scott's and my dad's. I don't even. I don't, I don't even know my mom's. I don't know my uh, dad's cell phone if, number. If Couldn't my parents you. still have a landline, which I don't even know, I could call that because I had to remember that as a kid. But I still remember our landline, but we don't. We don't have one anymore. Yeah, I honestly don't even know if my parents do. <laughs> I still go back uh, there a couple times a year. No idea if they have a landline. Or I don't not. Know. Why would you at this point? Do you guys have landlines? I think most. I remember when I've got my first cell phone, one of the brick Nokia's, nice. the little gray ones that weighed about three pounds. <laughs> um, I was so happy because I was like, I don't ever have to have a phone line in my house again, and yeah. I never have. I was right about that. <laughs> got it, nailed it. A lot of people don't have yeah. landlines. My mom anymore. cut hers early, in like two thousand eight. We didn't have a landline anymore. Anyway, no reason for it, right? No, I. And all you get is spam calls to it. Like, That's, well, Stephanie yes. lives out in the country. Maybe there's some benefits to that, to having a landline. But We don't have a landline. Well, there you go. I don't think very many people do. I had a friend that got one of the packages from a cable company, and it included the landline. And she was like, nah, I'm good. But for the reason that you just said, <laughs> yeah, and that honestly, it's almost all spam calls. And honestly, come to think of it, and everybody has when I was shopping phone. for cable a few years ago, cable and internet, when I was moving into my own place, I don't even remember that coming up. I mean, there must have had a, there must have been a package that's yeah, there's it, packages out there. I mean, like, Spectrum still has packages packages with it. I think Astound still has it. I don't I don't know that everybody has has that capability or or want to anymore. And I, what about toll booth attendants? What happened to those? No longer there. The what? Don't need them. Toll booth. Oh. Baggers at the grocery store. Just full Jerry Seinfeld bit. Yeah. Why don't you see these things? Anymore? Teddy Bridgewater just retired yeah. from the NFL, and he has already got a new gig. As he is going to go back to his former high school at Miami Northwestern Senior High School and become a high school football coach. Big time high school football, Miami Northwest, man. That's, I mean, look. That's awesome. I, I think it's great. We just saw a former Dallas Cowboy and Jason Witten who took over a school in the uh, Metroplex and just won a state championship with them. like completely turned them around, by the way. Yeah, they were not very good. They were not. And he he brought the – and now he's got a quarterback there who's a Mm four-star. They were looking at him. Like, if you – in fact, if you go to that school, by the way, 
which is Argyle Liberty Christian. Mm-hmm. If you played football and ran track there, you could be coached by a Hall of Famer in football mm-hmm. and a gold medal winner in track. Jeremy Warner. That's cool. That's that would crazy. be cool, that's, that's awesome. That's pretty good coaching staff. That's not bad. By the way, you want to hear some of the, uh, real quick, you want to hear some of the alums from Miami Northwestern High School? Yeah, I do. Teddy Bridgewater, of course. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper. Wow. I remember him. Yeah. Levante David. Uh, a, a bunch of other guys that you probably haven't heard of that have played in the NFL, like Marcus Forston, Anthony Gator, um, Demetrius Taylor, um, Mickey Rivers, baseball player. Oh, yeah. Um, Sean played for the Rangers for a short yeah, stand, yeah, I think. Yeah, played for the Rangers. Yankee. Didn't love that. Um, and, of course, who could forget Trick Daddy, mm-hmm. the rapper. Trick Daddy? Trick Daddy. What are you saying? You know, from, like, you oh, don't even I know what he's Amari saying. Cooper instead. No, Trick Daddy's the one from, uh, is it Two Live Crew? Oh. No, I guess not. Nope, he's just his own. He was big amongst the Miami Hurricanes, if you can believe it. He's from Miami. Uh, so was Two Live Crew. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's why I was thinking that that's what he was. I remember it from those U documentaries. But um, Antonio Pierce did this at Long Beach Poly, which is a mm-hmm. major powerhouse in California, because well, as soon as he retired, and now he's a head coach in the NFL. So there's an avenue. There is. But that is awesome to see. But I also think it's outstanding that you, you get, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater had his time in the NFL. He, he had his 15 minutes. But he also understood the backup role. Mm-hmm. And immediately when he retires, he says, you know what? I'm going to go help the youth. And I I applaud him for that. Yeah. I think there's probably a... Because he doesn't a, have to. No. He's made a, enough money where he doesn't yeah. have to do anything. He's there's, gotten a starter contract as a backup. And, and you yes. know, he's had... His career was kind of derailed by those injuries, those big, t- like, nasty injuries he had in his knee. Um, probably would have made starter money for years. And so, you know, maybe there's a service service seed planted in him of, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to come back from these injuries and still have another almost decade in the NFL. Now he's going to give back. There's a lot of coaches that do that and, and athletes that, yeah. you know, go back to high school and help kids. And we I see think it a lot around here, yeah. Because besides, you know, coaching them as athletes, it's also helping them grow to be men and women. Well, that's, that's what... Coaching should be. It should you're, be. If you're not in it to be a mentor, then you're in it for the wrong reason. Yeah. Putting and, positive and I don't, things into I don't know life. that there's any of them out there that, that are in it for the wrong reason. I really don't. And, and oh. we're lucky here in the state of Texas to have the best high school coaches Around in the country. country. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the country. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake about it. Speaking of high school coaches, Scott Stewart will join us in the 1 o'clock hour. We'll talk about the realignment with the Temple head coach coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. But coming up next... Let's talk some Cowboys with Kyle Yeomans from the Cowboy Network. That's next on the Press Box. Baylor, Big 12 Women's Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play this Sunday to take on the Houston Cougars. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations, same great quality, same great prices, two great locations, Gatesville 
in Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there, and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? You can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, when we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back. We want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. The Brazos Landing is proud to showcase their new upscale bar to Central Texas, the Bourbon Street Bar. Guests are able to savor 93 different labels of bourbons, whiskeys, and scotch. Also, over 110 varieties of wine are featured, in addition to a nice selection of Texas beers. Ask about the new Bourbon Street Bites while enjoying your drink. This menu includes oysters on the half shell, meatball wellington, chicken fried steak sliders, and beer-battered flounder tacos with avocado salsa. Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet, the Brazos Landing, Waco. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman Nuts and Bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Still in Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800 You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on this fabulous Friday. Glad to have you along. A little uh, overcast, but not really a bad day. Can't complain. No. I thought it was going to be a little hot. I'm wearing this pullover that's kind of warm. Not really. Perfect. So mm-hmm. I'm in. Works I'm fine. Out. It's not raining. It's not too hot. No. I think there's maybe some rain in the forecast yeah, I think throughout the day, but haven't seen a whole lot. Never complain about the rain, though, so. right? Yeah. Just can't. Well, we got to keep it off for high school baseball tomorrow. Scrimmage. High school, high school baseball scrimmage tomorrow? Tomorrow morning, yeah. Really? Spring. Yep, they're getting ready, man. I think it's two weeks for their first game. Sneaks up, I'm telling wow. you. But yesterday was my first short sleeve day of the year, so I guess we're baseball season. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, Aaron did say... Winter's over. I'm sure the, the people in the greater Kansas City and San Francisco areas are just ready for baseball. Uh, no, probably not. Something tells me. But people in the Metroplex are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I saw where um, the Rangers were loading up the 18-wheeler to head to Arizona. Whoop. How many days are we away from pitchers, catchers reporting? When is it, the 15th? Yeah, I was going to say, usually, yeah, middle of February, and a couple days later, everybody else. I think it's the 15th. I'm not sure on that. Kyle Yeomans will join us here in just a moment as we are trying to reach him. We'll talk Cowboys. Uh, And I don't know that it's a huge surprise. I thought it was put on the back burner for a little bit about Dan Quinn leaving the uh, leaving the star, but I mean, for me, as we talked to Q yesterday, it all I almost feels sorry for Dan Quinn in a little yeah. bit of a way. Okay, I'll let me hear this because I I think that the Washington Commanders just settled and said, okay, nobody else wants this gig. So, let's see if we can convince Dan Quinn to come in. And really, if you look at that roster, I don't know that there's a whole lot to work with. There's not. And I think what's funny, I think this is a rare situation where I think both sides feel like they're settling, right? Maybe. And and Dan Quinn probably shouldn't, but for weeks, he's got to be thinking Seattle, homecoming, reunion, this is... This is how it's supposed to be. This is why Pete stepped away. This is it. And then they go somewhere else. And he's like, oh, boy. 
I got to do this Washington thing now? Because you're right. I mean, there's some of these other jobs that were, you know, not, hey, they're one piece away, but, well, this team is ready to compete for a playoff spot, which is not always the case when you fire a coach. Right. Of all of the teams that we're hiring, Washington is probably the farthest away. Washington and New England are the farthest away. Um, And at least with New England, you know you have stability and ownership. It looks a little bit better in Washington. It has to be better than Snyder, but you just don't know yet. Um, and one of the things that I, I had heard some of the talking heads talk about yesterday is, you know, they're obviously going quarterback. They have never developed a quarterback, really. I mean, RG3, if he hadn't got hurt, I thought would have been a real good quarterback in the league. I think you would have seen a lot of the Lamar Jackson that you see now. Um, and Kirk Cousins becomes a good quarterback somewhere else. A good quarterback. But really, it's been 40 years since they developed since Joe Theismann. Theismann. Because Doug Williams comes in. He was already in another system. Good quarterback. Yeah, so it's been I, a long time. I mean, Doug Williams did come in and win him a Super Bowl. Yes. And he might be their best quarterback, but he started with Tampa. You know, so I don't know how much he developed in Washington. Right. You know? So it's it's not. I a think good he became a different quarterback. quarterback in Washington than he was in Tampa. I really do. In a better situation, for sure. Yeah. Boy, it's weird to say Washington a better situation than anywhere else. Well, I've been able a while. To say that in my lifetime, really. But, but I mean, you, you look back, and I'm going to say it. You look back at the Redskins, mm-hmm. and when oh, Joe oh. Gibbs, when Joe Gibbs was there, and it was. It was a different era in football. They were a premier oh, yeah. franchise in this league. Oh, yeah. Premier. Top top three, maybe. Yeah, you talk about like the 80s into that early 90s. Almost the blueprint outside of San Francisco, because San Francisco was winning all the Super Bowls, was the Redskins and the Raiders, which is just so funny for people of my generation that grew up with just both of those teams being terrible, 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 and so poorly misrun on top of being terrible on the field. But those 80s, man, it, Raiders and Redskins outside of San Francisco, of course, because the 49ers won, you know, four Super Bowls in that decade or whatever. And, but, but still, you you looked at the Redskins as they were relevant. Yes. I don't think in the past decade. Two decades? Maybe two, yeah. You may be right. Two and a half. It's been a, it's been a They're while. They're not a relevant franchise. They're just not. And no one handled free agency when I was a kid worse than the Redskins, man. Oh, <laughs> all those contracts. Albert Hainsworth. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, who was the, the, the soft safety? Adam Archuleta um, signed him to a huge deal. Uh, they gave big money to Dion at the end of his career. I was about to say, they were the, one, they were the only team to give Dion a lot of money and not win a Super Bowl with yeah. him. That Albert Hainsworth one, man, that was an albatross. Couldn't have happened to a worse guy than Albert Hainsworth. So does Dan Quinn go in, and, and we'll have Kyle Yeomans here in just a little bit, and we'll take him to the top of the hour. He's uh, got some things he's taking care of right now, but we'll get into a little bit more of the Cowboys side of things. But let, Dan Quinn, do you have confidence that he goes into Washington and all of a sudden the – Commanders are 
are even close to an no. NFC East championship, no. they're no. not relevant. And there are a few franchises that don't have to worry about this kind of thing, but Washington is not one of them in terms of does it excite anybody who you're bringing in, right? Like, well, There's no fanfare for Dan Quinn going to Washington no, right now. None. I haven't seen like, anything. How does that exude any confidence? E- even, again, because I defend Dan Quinn on this, he did. He was a head coach for a team that went to the Super Bowl. Usually that would be like, in another time, may, other eras, maybe it was like, oh, here we go. All right, nice. You know, we've never even come close to a Super Bowl in 30 years. Um, but it just doesn't. It's just a lame duck kind of hire. Um it was the end of the cycle, and it really did feel like, uh, you know, all the other good guys are gone. And, uh, you know, Ben Johnson seemed like he didn't want to come anywhere near here, and we didn't want to pay him. So, yeah, Dan Quinn's done it before. Why not? Why not? And even, I don't even know if this is a better fit on paper, but, like, again, and we talked about this during some of the other coaching searches, too, if, if you say, hey, we're bringing in Bill Belichick, Right, that's a that's a different can of worms. That that gets people excited, right? They're like, well, yeah, you know, I don't really care about the splits. He's won six Super Bowls as a head coach, so that's a different story. Dan Quinn, that's not like it's it's a lame duck guy who um, who was getting chastised out of your division rival. I mean, the Cowboys fans are laughing, man. I mean, the, the two coordinators that were such hot commodities two three years ago are now, like, sending bombshells to other teams in your division. Kellen Moore in Philadelphia, and Dan Quinn's the head guy in Washington. If you're the Cowboys, you're like, this is this is as good as it can get. We might actually see a repeat champion in this division because... And it's been a long time. Because the Giants and Washington are nowhere close. They're nowhere close. And I would say the Giants are in a... a They're in a, a better, spot, better spot than Washington. I think so, point. too. I mean that all maybe that changes if Washington gets Caleb Williams, but does it? It's it still it, it would still for me be a prove it kind of thing. Because when they had RG three at his best, they had him in Rookie of the Year. They won the division. That looked like the start of something. He got some injuries and it never worked out. Um, even if they get Caleb Williams, who I still think is probably the best quarterback in the draft, and doesn't want to go to Chicago allegedly, if they still get him and he's a hometown kid and all that. That would be exciting, but Washington's one of those franchises, like we talked about, that has been not just can't develop, but has been so anti-developing, they've been so bad at developing, that I would need to see it to believe it. Well, and also, I mean, Caleb Williams, I get it, why people are excited about him, but he never even won a conference championship. I will say this, I I do think Caleb Williams is the most skilled quarterback in the draft, but, but... I am. Is he a proven winner, though? I am hugely skeptical of how his college career has gone. And we saw the early days of it here in the Big 12 when he was at OU. I don't know that any quarterback has been coddled more than he has in the, in the college game. Like, right. it's him and Lincoln Riley. And, um, you know, he, he, uh, Lincoln's the quarterback whisperer and and no one can say anything bad about him and Caleb Williams has this, these two great statistical seasons at USC. One of them, he wins the Heisman Trophy. But not only did they not win the conference ward, he didn't win a big game. No, he like didn't. Like in his whole career. No, I uh, agree. He didn't beat Utah. Um, he he didn't, obviously didn't win the conference, didn't beat Oregon. 
didn't win, didn't beat Washington this year. Like anytime the the lights got bright, he didn't win. And if you go back to OU, they had a big game where they were undefeated coming in here to Waco, and he lost that game and played arguably his worst game of his college career. Now, that was a great Baylor defense, but then he, a couple weeks later, loses in Bedlam. He hasn't won a big game in the entirety of his college career, and yet we get the excuses time after time, and, you know, oh, he's crying on the sideline because he's just puts all of his all of his all into it. And I get that to some extent, but when it's happening every game and every time they lose, that to me is just he's a coddled kid. And it's too bad because I really think he has tremendous talent and he just doesn't have what it takes in between the ears. And and now it's playing out to oh, I don't want to play in Chicago. Yeah. Well, and we we've seen this before, right? This is not new, but and and there's talks of he wants an ownership stake and somewhere and I don't know how much relevance there or how much weight there is to that but he's already saying and it's already coming out of his camp and it's coming from his dad that he doesn't want to play in Chicago and I've always hated that for guys who look man it's not your call it's not your call absolutely and so to add on to all of those things that I talk about during his college career then it comes out of his camp his entourage that he didn't want to play in Chicago not a good look Uh, and I'm just like man I I don't know if I'd touch it with a 10-foot pole, even with the talent he's got. And my team is also maybe potentially in the running if he puts up a stink about Chicago. The Patriots are picking third. I don't know if I want that, man. No, I don't think you do. And uh, there's there's something made of that with every, with every great quarterback prospect. There's some sort of pretty boy, something that people can pull together. But to me, with Caleb Williams, there's never been more evidence of just a, a kid who has a kid who has been coddled and isn't ready to lead an NFL locker room. I think that's important. Where do the Cowboys go next? Kyle Yeomans, we'll try to get him next here on the Press Box. Find out what they're thinking about as their new D.C. That's coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor, Big 12 basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell Center on Saturday hosting Iowa State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive through on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. 
The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossey, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. King of the road. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave it his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Uh, a little sledgehammer here on a Friday. This is the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas on this Friday. As Kyle Yeomans is joining us here momentarily, and we'll talk a little bit about the Cowboys with Kyle and from the Dallas Cowboys Network, Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, how are we doing on this Friday? Yeah, sorry I'm a little bit late. You're guys. okay, man. I, I I wouldn't call it a medical emergency, but let's just say it's a change of plans uh, through the through the day. So now I'm having to, to drive and go meet my wife who's pregnant with the triplets. So 
but yeah, we're we're good. Everybody's good. No no need to worry on on y'all's end. I know my parents are probably listening down in Waco, so <laughs> gotta make sure that they're not freaking out. Yeah, either. smooth that out real right. quick. Why we don't want, you? We want them to not freak out if they don't have to. <laughs> not not even a freak out moment. So we are all good. Hope you guys are doing okay though. Doing good, and I'm I'm glad to hear everything's going in the right direction. I I certainly do. Uh, uh, know that sometimes you the, the least little thing in those situations sets off on all kinds of alarms, but we'll, <laughs> we'll be praying for you, and I'm glad everything's okay. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, we're it, it, all it is is just a change of plans and timing is ultimately what it is. So uh, now I'm able to talk to you guys for a little bit, though, so it works out well. Speaking of timing, Dan Quinn has gone to the Washington Commanders as the defensive coordinator, I mean, as the offensive as the head coach, and now the Cowboys yeah. looking for a defensive coordinator. And we were talking just a few minutes ago. Does it feel like to you that the commanders just kind of went, yeah, oh, well, let's settle and go for Dan Quinn? Uh, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think he was their first op, uh, first possibility. I don't think he was their top candidate. Uh, I think they really wanted – uh, the the Lions offensive coordinator and, and really what he brought to the table. I thought they really wanted McDonald as well, who was the Ravens defensive coordinator. I thought they had their eyes on those two guys. But Dan Quinn was in this process from the beginning. So that tells me that he's not an afterthought. Uh, for, for Dan Quinn's standpoint, I think you could also argue the same case. You could argue that Dan Quinn would have rather been in a situation like Seattle that has an established roster, that mm-hmm. has an established uh, front office and, and ownership group, even for that matter, in Washington, you don't really you don't really know what you're getting yet there. And I, I think that might be one of the selling points for the Commanders franchise is the fact that it is a new regime and it is a new change, and uh, they're hoping to usher in a brand new era of football in the in the DC area. So I, I think there's there's an element to it that can be sold on both sides, even though it may not have been the number one fit. Uh, if I'm Dan Quinn. And you, of course, have aspirations of being a head coach, of being at, at the helm of an entire organization like you had been previously. You, you looked at the Seattle opportunity and said, that's, that's the fit. That's the one where he's going to head. And as soon as Seattle went a different direction and ended up hiring Mike McDonald, uh, I think he kind of did some self-searching and saying, okay, listen, I can't necessarily turn down a head coaching opportunity again because I don't know when it's going to come. If it didn't come with Seattle, uh, when when will the right situation be there for me? And he's he's been known to say, I'd rather be in Dallas. I don't want to just leave for any situation. But now it's getting to the point where maybe there won't be a situation. So I, I, don't, I don't fault him for taking that spot and, and making the jump to a, a head coaching position. He's certainly ready for it. Uh, at first, we thought it might be the right situation in, in Seattle. And when it wasn't, I think he said, I'm going to go ahead and take this while I have the opportunity. And Kyle, obviously, the Cowboys kind of had this thought that they were going to be looking for a defensive coordinator at this time of the year. Yesterday, it becomes official. Uh, and it looks like, oh, I think it was the day before, just so happens, Jerry Jones says, no doubt in my mind, we could work together, me and Bill Belichick. Is that a coincidence? Do you think there's actually? Do you think he makes that call for for Bill to be the new defensive coordinator? Man, I oh man, I just don't see that being a total fit. I don't think Jerry was was wrong in saying that. I, I definitely do think they could work together. Uh, is is it certainly a fit better now in this 
this element of their careers where they're both trying to, to end uh, Hall of Fame caliber careers on a high note? Sure. I think it works better in 2024 than it did or than it would have at any other point in, in each of their highly vaulted careers. So I, I think they could work together. Is he the right fit for this defense? I, I just don't see it as much. I think there are other options out there that you could entertain. And, and I, I don't think the call would be made. Maybe if they do, it's to, to kick the tires and to just check whether it could be a fit or not. Uh, but I really do think this is going to be a, a, either a younger uh, off, or defensive coordinator or somebody within the building that they, this Jones family trusts significantly. I think there's just a couple things that can go there. Or you get an established head coach like a Ron Rivera that's been in your division, that understands how to win in your division in certain elements, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. More likely to see some of those names pop up there than maybe see Bill Belichick settle in in Dallas as a, as a coordinator. All right, just needed to kick the ti- just needed to kick your tires on the kicking the tires of that one, Kyle. <laughs> it, can you see a scenario where Belichick just says, "Okay, I'm going to go fishing and just sit here and take in some relaxed time," and then Mike McCarthy doesn't get it done again, or they take a big slide through the middle of the season, and Jerry makes that call and says, okay, Belichick, you're back in the game. Let's win this. Uh, let's try to win a Super Bowl and get your your record as a head coach. Is that you know, a possibility in your mind? I, I think that's more likely than him becoming the coordinator to begin with. I, I really do, just because maybe not the possibility because I expect Mike McCarthy to fail, but I do expect that to be a storyline and something in the back of the, the, the minds of the Jones family. And it, the, the one thing I will say, going back to the initial point of why it's not a great fit for Dallas, for him to be in here as a coordinator, what if you go into week one, you're playing on the road in San Francisco, San Francisco wins the Super Bowl next week, and they want to open up the season on Thursday night football, they take the Cowboys and they throw them on that Thursday night football game, and that's the opener of the year, and you go on the road and you lose to San Francisco. What's the first thing that's going to be out of the mouths of Cowboys fans? Well, well, guess it's time for Bill Belichick to take the step up and take the the step across the hallway. That's just, that's just the natural progression, and I don't see that as a possibility. I just don't see that happening. So there's there's ways that he could fit into this scenario, but I think other dominoes have to fall first. And if, if that is Mike McCarthy coming up short again or, or having a pitter-patter start to the season – then I, I think even that's a more possible candidacy than uh, is something of the sort of him coming in and being a coordinator. I think the most likely scenario out of all of them, though, is Bill Belichick either goes fishing or he's he's with uh, a staff, probably on the AFC side of things, if I had to guess, a, a staff on the AFC side where he's an analyst and just kind of a consultant with a team for a season, and then you get back into this hiring cycle next year, and he's a hot name up there with Vrabel and some of these other guys that that didn't necessarily get head coaching jobs this time around. Kyle, I, if I'm getting my timeline right, I think it was pretty much right after we talked to you last week that Jerry used the term all in, and everything mm-hmm. just started blowing up from there. In in your mind, you know, being around this team a lot, what does all in look like sensibly for the Cowboys and how does that differ from what fans might think? I think fans would, would see all in as changing 
significant pieces of your franchise, which I don't, I, I don't necessarily categorize that as all in. I think all in is using your draft capital to secure win now players. And they did that last year with Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. Were they splash moves? Not necessarily, but they were solid moves that bolstered your roster. And both of those guys helped you win 12 games this past year. And if Stephon Gilmore was, was healthy in the playoff game, I think he would have been a, a better fit for what happened in that playoff game. So uh, that the moves like that are possible. But also, I, I really think it starts in free agency. It, it, you're going to set the tone early on how you attack free agency. Recently, it's been the conversation of, uh, of we like our guys. We want to keep our guys. We're, our priority is to retain the guys that have been in the building. Uh, that, that can't necessarily be the only plan of attack. If you want to keep certain guys, that's, that's fine. Uh, but if you, if you wanted to really show that this is a team that's wanting to move in the right direction, uh, you, you've got to make a splash in free agency and you got to sure up some cap space first to do so as well. But that's, that's where it starts for me. The, bringing back Mike McCarthy, if, if Cowboys fans wanted a quick fix, changing your head coach is not the quick fix. It's, it's building off of what you've done to win 12 games in back-to-back-to-back years and trying to get over the hump that you just haven't been able to get to in the playoffs, and that's ultimately what the, the conversation has been. Kyle Yeomans with the Cowboys Network with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Kyle, I know you got a lot going on. We certainly do appreciate the time. Uh, stay safe over the weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Appreciate you having me, and I'll talk to you again soon. All right, there he goes, Kyle Yeomans. And uh, prayers up to Kyle and his family. Uh, as uh, Anytime a little thing goes wrong in those situations, it's panic time, especially for oh, a first-time parent. I remember being there. I remember being there. I can imagine. I right. saw with my sister a little bit. Tough. Tough. Coming up next, she's back. Baylor, Big 12 women's basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play this Sunday to take on the Houston Cougars. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman here on the flagship station for Baylor women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Hey, the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We are the used car superstore. And right now we have probably the best selection between Dallas and Austin. Hey, look, it's not just Volkswagens. We've got them all. Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, lots more. Bigger selection, better prices, and easy credit. You just pick it out, we'll find a way to work it out. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. 
home. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey, Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern-looking feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. My windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time now for Stephanie Sports Talk, a look at sports through the eyes of Stephanie, as only she could do with the Googles. Presented by 
Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Stiefel Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back. Ta-da! Very nice. Happy Friday. Happy it Friday. is a happy Friday. Today is a National Tater Tot Day, so boys, I brought you some tater tots <laughs> from Sonic Next Door, and I got to give a shout out to Quentin and the gang over there because he hooked us up big ah, time. So some good tots. They were excellent. I was in my good? I was in my Napoleon Dynamite era. Those were really oh, good tots. Oh, Napoleon Dynamite! That was a stupid. Oh, movie. don't say it. Do not say. Oh, that was awful. My son one time. Oh, it's one of the best movies ever made. He watched that and uh, what was that other stupid movie with uh, had many me in it? I can't think. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. But it was like New Year's Eve and all night long, him and his buddies, because they were over at my house, and that's all they were doing was watching one back, to, and they watched it over and over. I couldn't watch five minutes of. Not five minutes of either one of those. Oh, no. Napoleon Dynamite's no. so great. One of the great success stories in film history. No. Fantastic. No. Unbelievably funny movie. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. Thank I you, someone on my side. I do not understand you all. I do not oh, understand so you all. Mm. Oh, anyway, uh, so happy National Tater Tot Day. All right. And happy National Groundhog Day. So go find you a groundhog yeah. and go find you some tater tots. Aaron, what the- You can find some for sure. What'd the groundhog say? He did not see a shadow, so early spring. Right. Bring early it on. Spring. Dummy. We'll see Didn't if it's see it. we'll see if that's true. <laughs> Dumb groundhog. <laughs> even if he did, he'd be scared. Uh. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, I found some more facts for y'all. Fun oh sports facts. Yes. All right. Okay. Here we go. Did you know that the man on the NBA logo was a former player? Jerry West. Jerry West. Yes. Ta-da. <laughs> Mr. Clutch. <laughs> okay, this I was kind of like, had to think about this for a minute because I'm not sure what it is, but most NASCAR teams are, use nitrogen in their in their tires instead of air. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I thought nitrogen was that stuff they put on your face to put you under. Like <laughs> when you go have, like, to the dentist, like laughing gas. No. Okay, well, see, there you go. I'm I'm sorry, but no, that's I don't even know what nitrogen is. And it's, then, a, it's a gas. Yeah. Well, I know it's not like the stuff you put in the balloon and then you blow it and you talk funny. What is that's that? Helium. helium. That's helium. Yeah, I don't know. We've I don't even. I didn't know this nitrogen in the tires thing. Can I put some in I my no tires? Idea. You can, what but happens? it's very expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. Where do I get it? Well, there's places. I know a guy. That, I have a guy. <laughs> I can get you some nitrogen. <laughs> I have a guy. <laughs> Meet me on nitrogen. You got a nitrogen <laughs> guy? I can't shout him out on the air, but I've got a guy. <laughs> I'll meet you on 19th Street. Okay, I'll move on because i got to process that. Um, Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out of a game. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. He was excellent in all aspects for 14 years of his career with the NBA. Interesting. He also hmm. had a season where he averaged playing 48 and a half minutes a game. Yep. And there's yep. only 48 minutes in a game. Uh, he actually he never came out. Well, he, uh, yeah. Did you say 48? Actually, 45. What? The Googles. What? Yeah, that he averaged 45 minutes per game. Is that For what like you're his career? Oh, he no, he no, had no, one season. Game. We had one season where he averaged 48 and a half a game, oh. which is more than you actually play in a game because they went to overtime a couple gotcha. times and he like never came out of a game. 
I bet yeah. he was tired, dude. He All had right. work to do after the game, too, apparently. So. Oh, man. Okay. Did you know that tennis balls can travel off the paddle? Or no, excuse me. Table tennis balls can travel off the paddle at a speed of 105.6 miles per hour. Around these parts, we call it ping pong. Yeah, ping pong. Yeah, but it can go. Street kids, we call it ping pong. You'll be coming in here with your fancy table tennis talk. Like you're the IOC or something. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why me? <laughs> Why me? I don't doubt it. I've seen a hundred and five. I mean, I've seen Forrest Gump. That has nothing to do with it. That is tennis. Tech. What is it? Table tennis That's or ping pong. pong? Well, he he was I'm like talking a world champion. No, he wasn't. It was a movie. Back me up, Cam. I believe he, in Forrest. I believe Forrest did quite well, Ward. Oh my! <laughs> I think he fancied himself quite the table tennis player. You know, I will tell you this. I can't play I, ping pong very well. I can't hit it that hard. But if you watch the Olympics, yes, it, that thing is moving. It goes fast. Yeah. Yeah. So that tells me they have some strength in their swing. Or some spin on it. I don't think you have to be very strong to play table tennis. I, I can't even watch it in the Olympics. It's, oh, it it's, too, to it's too much for me. It'll put like you it's to too sleep. fast. All right. This was interesting. Injuries from exercise equipment are very common. No kids. Whoa. <laughs> Big breaking fat. news. Hit the breaking news sounder, please. Especially when I'm doing it. Oh, <laughs> over thirty thousand people annually are involved in some kind of injury due to sports equipment. So that could be like a weight at the gym, a bat. You get hit in. The, I've gotten hit in the nose before with the bat playing softball, and that hurts. I don't even want to know how, but okay. I got an adult tooth knocked out playing baseball once. I had to have it's a nose job. Okay. It hurts. Yeah. But yeah, so I can see how that could be true. But I, I think the, it's probably 30,000 people. I think it's probably skewed to the wrong area. I think it's higher number than that. It could be. Yeah. Could probably be. a bunch of people not willing to admit it. Yes. <laughs> <Nerfed by it. laughs> Wait, have you ever seen that video on TikTok or one of those social media sites where the guy is running on the treadmill and this real hot girl walks by mm. and he just. Nose plants. Slides off, and she turns around, looks, and then all of a sudden he's doing push-ups. <laughs> That's thirty-one. If I had a nickel, if I for what? For every time that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> for every time people fell off treadmills looking at me. Oh god. Oh god. All right, here we go. <laughs> Did you know that tug of war was once a team event in Summer Olympics? Yes. Did not know that. That's twenties. Yes. Yep. Okay. Now that 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 I would watch. I think there was momentum for that to come back. I would th- I would watch that. That would be fun to watch. All right. A baseball has exactly 108 stitches. Yes. Okay. No high jumper can stay off the ground for more than a second. Well, duh. What are you going to hang on to? I mean, gravity's going to pull you down. I knew that. That was a really good observation, actually. <laughs> okay. You're right. Yeah. I, I guess I hadn't. Hadn't thought about the exact time they could be up there, but yeah, they, they absolutely can't be up there more than a <laughs> Just second. Saying. No, that that's I hadn't thought of that. I would never have thought yeah. of that. See, I'm smarter than you think I am. It's All just right. your brain works in a in and a different it, it way. It does work you know? in a different way. <laughs> like I like that you were just quick to that dummies. Like, of course not. <laughs> yeah, what are y'all thinking? Like they can't <laughs> hold on to anything. I'm like, yeah, you're you're right. They they can't. Okay, last one. You ready? Mm-hmm. This I had to process for a while. 
People believe, or it is believed, that brown-eyed baseball players perform better than blue-eyed ones because since their eyes are darker, they can see the ball better because the ball is white. Is that <laughs> is that true? I, no. But that's <laughs> bogus. I'm like, wait. <laughs> Your color of your eyes has nothing to do with you being able to perceive the baseball coming at you. Think about when it. Did they no, think, I'm not going to think, think about it because that's think. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. Before modern medicine, they thought. But I want to process this for one second. But you can't. Think about it. Okay? No. I have blue eyes. Doesn't matter. You have blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And sun, like the sunlight, uh-uh. it can it affects You're not going to rationalize uh, this. Hang on. I'm not rationalizing. I'm comparing. It's hurts our eyes because it's you know our eyes are more sensitive to sun than like I also color your eyes, eyes. I also you did, eye. they look gray right now it's a little blue green what actually. color do you have aaron that looks brown from here okay we'll go brown so i bet he can look at the sun better than we can and won't hurt him <laughs> as much as it hurt that. us i think we should test this out <laughs> therefore not today a baseball but... is really bright white uh-uh. and so it's gonna hurt the blue-eyed people more so than the brown-eyed people uh-uh not well. It, the Google no said difference. it. Well, the yeah. Google said it. There is no That's, difference in the color of your eye. Now, the color of the background that you're looking at the baseball from—that's a big difference. The color of your eyes has nothing well, to do with you being able to focus more on a baseball. Okay, I forgot. You ever to- see like a day game and they'll like section off some parts of center field where nobody can sit. I mean, that's why. Is that the next thing we're going to see? Managers going, hey, all right, everybody line up. Who has blue (laughs) eyes and who has brown eyes? I mean, look, we we need to see the ball a little better today. You know know old-time baseball scouts. I wouldn't doubt that. The ones that are like, oh, he's got an ugly girlfriend. He's got no confidence. We don't want him. I forgot to read the last (laughs) sentence. Okay. However, (laughs) (laughs) research has shown that a player's vision is not dependent on the color of his eyes. No kidding. If yeah. Y'all, y'all didn't let me get there. Smart <laughs> <You chance>. tried, <laughs> here's the deal. You tried not to get there. I was trying to, I was try, truth, but I was trying to say, oh, that could actually be true. No, it couldn't. It's really how well, you Well, now just, I know because I read the second sentence. Oh, okay. You just <laughs> you should got that part. <laughs> the baseballs they use in the major league stuff, they have to... They're made up of like this mud in the center. I know. I've done and a you story have to, on them. Okay, so you know that you have that has to come from this like one lake. It's a very sp- in New Jersey. I don't know about that, but I yeah, know it's that a it's a specific very kind of mud. What? No, you yeah, cut no, stitches. I'm you, you can't stitch mud in the middle of a round uh, thing. Well, you- <laughs> so you, <laughs> we can go through the whole thing, but 108 stitches. You've got that's right, 108. This little circle of mud in the middle. That's clay. That you then- I mean, yeah, it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Then you wrap basically, I mean, it's not twine, but something like that around that. And then you put the leather on and then you stitch it together. So if you ever see the leather knocked off a baseball, you're not supposed to see the mud in the middle. MLB baseball. Well, I don't think it's mud because mud is. I'm telling you, clay is more drier than mud. Well, maybe you try it out. Go get a baseball and let's cut it open. Okay. Lean it. It's going to be hard to do. uh, that's someone's name. Sorry. Not really that hard. You have a saw? Well, you could just. You have a the saw mud originates from the New you Jersey side of the Delaware it. River. That's a lot of so, unstitching. Yeah. That's 108 stitches. Have you stitches. never taken a baseball apart? Why in the heck would I want to do that? 
I, I would venture to say all three of us in this room have. Oh, of I course. Have, every. Of course, I've knocked the leather off a few times. Well, oh, yeah, I, please. I'm sure. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't done that. Now, I've seen baseballs <laughs> where they're Thank like. Thank you. Split or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because somebody hit it so hard. So I dated this guy in high school who was like all-American, going to college, whatever, right. minors. His name was Cecil Vega. And right. when he would hit, there was a couple times that it would split. And I could see, oh, look how pretty it is on the inside, whatever. Anyways, those are, your, <laughs> those are your fun facts for this Friday. <laughs> well, thank you for the tater tots. Does he have a baseball reference? And, and the facts. The facts are cool. Yes, they are. Just because we got a little thrown off on the brown well, and blue eyes. Yeah, that was a little I didn't get iffy. to read the second sentence. <laughs> yeah, he's coaching us. By the way, filling, uh, filling your tires with nitrogen, Yeah. it boosts fuel economy, reduces rolling resistance, and improves safety in your cars. So why aren't we all using nitrogen? Because it's expensive as hell. It's very expensive. You think gas is expensive enough? Well, how do what you, nitrogen is, where can we? Uh, where can we find it? I mean, like, who makes it? Well, I, I, I the I Earth would, makes it really. There's places in Waco that you could just pull up and say, "Hey, I want to replace the air in my tires with nitrogen," hmm. and they'll put a green valve stem on it. That's how you know tires have nitrogen in them. Learn something new. Hmm. I know Scott, you're listening, so maybe we should put some nitrogen in my car. I don't think that it's really. Maybe it'll make me go faster. And that's exactly oh. what everybody <laughs> in Waco needs. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had a speeding ticket in years. Had two wrecks. Better knock on wood. That's not wood. Come here, Cam. Happy Friday. Realignment was yesterday. We talked a lot about realignment. Let's find out what a local coach thinks about his new district. Scott Stewart from the Temple Wildcats joins us next on the Press Box. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from baseball head coach Mitch Thompson and women's basketball head coach Nikki Collin. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on this Football Friday. Glad to have you along. Don't forget J-Mo coming up next, followed by the Matt Mosley Show. But joining us now, head coach of the Temple Wildcats, Coach Scott Stewart. Coach, how are we doing on this Friday? Man, you said it. It's Friday. It's game day. What's up, Ward? How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm doing great, Coach. It is so good to hear from you and be able to talk a little football with you. And yesterday at 9 a.m., there was coaches across the state of Texas. Some of them let out a big sigh. Some of them let out a big groan yesterday at 9 a.m. For the Temple Wildcats, I think you look at District 12, 
and there's a lot of familiarity there for the Temple Wildcats. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. I've been in some tough districts, and I've been in some not-so-tough districts. I'll tell you, you won't get a sour or a groan uh, from me because you can't control it. Uh, it don't matter. You know, I mean, I, our our biggest opponent is always going to be ourselves. Uh, I didn't I didn't do a good enough job. We didn't do a good enough job last year uh, to, to put – the best product on the field and to, and to have play, play with confidence and play with that. So 100% of my energy and my effort is going to be on that. I don't give a rip who's on the schedule. I don't care who it is. We're just going to, if we're the best version uh, version of ourselves, we'll take whatever comes, man. But yeah, there's a lot of familiarity. There's a lot of folks we played. There's uh, some old rivalries and some new rivalries. And, you know, it, it looks a lot uh, from what I understand, like the late eighties and early nineties it used to look. Hey, Coach, I know you usually get a well-deserved rest right after the season ends. Not necessarily the case for you and the guys down there at Temple with looking for new coordinators. Just tell me what this process has been like to get those guys hired um, from the beginning of December up till a few weeks ago when they when they walked through the door. Well, like you said, there's not a lot of uh, downtime been had since, uh, since last August. Uh, but I've said for a long time, I can rest when I'm dead. So, uh, you know, it was, it was important to me. Uh, it was very, very important to me. Uh, you know, I, I've said it uh, to steal a line from uh, Nick Saban. You know, mediocre people don't like, uh, or, or me, yeah, mediocre people don't like high achievers, and high achievers don't like mediocre people. And and so, it was really important to me to, you know, find some folks um, that believe in the standard and are going to believe in the standard we set here. Uh, if you're not all uh, committed to the same standard, then then I, I don't know that you can have any success. And that's not to say that who we had here. Um, wasn't you know wasn't the right fit? I just think there was you know there was some time for some change. There was some time for some uh, fresh perspective, and I really wanted to go out and get guys um, that understand what Temple is, what the standard is in Temple, and are committed to that standard. I got to get the right people in the right seats on the bus, or I need them to get I need to get them the heck off the bus, and that's kind of the process we're working through right now. Coach, when you had the opportunity to be able to sit down and, and reevaluate and look at things and have the chance to have a former Temple Wildcat quarterback come in who's been very successful at every stop he's made as an offensive coordinator. How much fun was that process just even getting the ball rolling? Well, I mean, that kid was a leader of men when he was a, when he was a, when he was a kid. <laughs> I mean, he that he was different. He's been different. I was fortunate enough to to coach him. Um or be on the staff that when, when, you know, my first year here was his senior year and to watch him operate as a leader of this program. I mean, I'll tell you the reader digest version. Cause I know you, your, your listeners and your guys have way too much programming to worry about, to worry about my sorry country <laughs> bus on here for 10 minutes, but I literally got here in January. And so we started skills sometime in April and he's never been to a meeting. He, he was a quarterback and I'm the defensive coordinator and we go out on day two and you know, they used to go with fast tempo, and he looks over at our safeties and is like, no, Coach, hey, Coach Stewart's calling this, this, and this. You need to be lined up here. You're supposed to be doing this. And, you know, Spradlin lost his daggum mind because we weren't <laughs> going fast. And Chad was like, I'm just trying to get him lined up. I mean, that's who he was. That's who he was, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Uh, and that's who he is today. And, and, you know, I told him in a track meet, I don't know how, right after he got the job midway, I said, I don't know how all this is going to work out, but don't get comfortable. and and tell me kind of going off that tell me about the style that he brings obviously one that we're familiar with here in in Waco in the central Texas area because we saw Art Bryles run a lot of it at Baylor to terrific success tell me about that style he brings and how that excites the players 
Well, it, it, that, that's the, the last part may be the most important part, but it, it's a style. It's a it's an RPO power run, and that's the, mm-hmm. both those things make my you know make, make my hairs uh, stand up as a defensive guy uh, <laughs> because you got to defend the power run, and oh by the way, everything off of it. Uh, you know, I feel like we were trying to do a similar system, you know, over the time. And when Spradley was here and, and, you know, sometimes you get a copy of a copy and there's, you, you know, I got men that probably weren't put in the best position because it, when I got to Temple, Mike Spradlin in that system, it changed the way I called defenses. It changed the way I implemented defenses and it changed the way I taught progressions in defenses because of the challenges that it gives you. Um, so I probably didn't give some of these last couple of offense coordinators a fair shake because that, if it changed my religion, that's our little claim, uh, that little term, that little that little uh, phrase right there. That's so that stuff's so bad it'll change your religion. It changed my religion, so I was pretty adamant about sticking with it. Well, you know, when you ask a guy to come in that's not as familiar and uh, you know want want to do some of that and put your own touches on it, sometimes you get a copy of a copy. Well, you know, Chad's an OG. Chad's a, he was he was he was in 1.0 uh, of the, the the original version of this this offense and what I love about Chad is he is absolutely fearless uh he puts a lot on the quarterbacks because he was a quarterback he coaches the quarterbacks and he is absolutely fearless he's not you know he'll play situational football and he's a very intelligent uh uh young man and young coach but but he he will go after it he will he will get the, the try to get the matchups he wants and he is not afraid to go and go back at it and go back at it and go back at it I mean I heard him say to the kids the other day we kids we catch one of these out of seven that's seven points on the board you know I think everybody in the country would take seven points every seven plays so we're gonna keep going at it and I, I I love that that stuff is contagious that's a, he's a weight room guy I mean you're talking about a quarterback that's in there squawking people got his head on backwards and headbutting people in the weight room you know metaphorically uh to, to just getting after it and and that's who he was as a player that's who he is as a man and that's who he is as a coach and the temple wildcats are lucky by god to have him hey coach scott stewart with the temple wildcats with us here on the press box on espn central texas and coach on the other side of the ball you get thomas ronco coming in a former head coach in uh college football a former coordinator in college football and finds his way back to high school football you gotta love the passion of how he wants to work with young kids again well, and, and that was the biggest question mark that, that people asked me. Uh, so, you know, can, can can he work with high school kids? I was like, well, you know, he's been a head coach and a coordinator uh, at, at, at JUCO, and there's nothing wrong with JUCO, but that that ain't. I mean, that's that's high school kids that that are just this shy of academically qualifying for you know some bigger schools type stuff. So he he knows what he's doing. Uh, he brings a lot of passion. He also. Uh, co-coordinated the, the number 10 passing defense in all of college football last year. So, you know, I really wanted to bring somebody with some expertise in the back end. You know, we do what we do. Uh, my ego is not going to – there are people that better uh, better at coaching this game than I am, and, and they're more talented. There's fresh perspective. I believe in what we do. I believe in what I know. Uh, but I'm also not scared to bring somebody in that's had uber success like he has and – and, and learn from him and, and watch him go to work and, and be a part of, of, of that kind of growth too. Because again, I mean, you're either green and growing or you're ripe and rotten. You know what I mean? So I, I don't want to be ripe and I don't want to start rotting on the vine. I, I want, I want fresh perspective. I want fresh eyes. And I want, I want to learn from people uh, again, that are committed to the same standard. The standard don't change. And we're not, we're not ever changing the standard again. And I don't know that we did intentionally. Uh, I just let some stuff go. We were very young, and I know, but we got to, you know, at some point you got to stop saying that. At some point, I got to look in the mirror and say, I did not know, I did not do what needed to be done to put us in the best position to be uh, successful, and, and I will never make that mistake again. And so, you know, I, I look forward to his 
his perspective. He is a ball of energy. The kids are already gravitating towards him. You know, he's bringing, he wants to bring some of his guys in that he's coached with in the past at, at, you know, that he knows from the high school level and that he uh, actually coached and played for him. And so, you know, it's a system that, that uh, is very simple, but it's, it's very intricate at the same time. It's a three high, it's a, it's a four, two, five at times. And what I love about it, it marries to kind of some of the stuff the kids have done. Uh, because it's a one-word deal, and the kids don't even know they're changing defenses. They just know they line up here, line up here, line up here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun thus far. Uh, but, yeah, like you said earlier, there ain't been a whole lot of time for rest, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, Coach, you kind of touched on it at the end there, but, you know, it's not always easy for 16-, 17-year-old kids to, to realize, you know, the kind of resumes that these coaches come with and, and how, you know, awesome a situation that can be. So how have the players responded to, to the new changes on the staff? Well, I'll tell you this, in 2024, kids don't give a rip about your resume. Uh, you know, you could bring Tom Brady in here and they'd be like, whatever. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you should try that just to see how they yeah, react. I, I, I would. Uh, y'all put a call out. Uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what they do gravitate towards. And, and the human being, you know, I know the society has changed in the last 10 years, but humans haven't evolved in the last 10,000 years. And, and what they, what they, what kids always have and always will is, consistency and passion you know what i mean these guys come in they're not emotional roller coasters they're not going to be this one day and that one day i I make uh two promises to the kids when we get here and again the standard is going to be the standard and i'm looking for guys that think and talk the way i talk or the way we talk is the two promises i make every kid in this program is you're never going to know when i'm having a bad day you're not going to know when my wife wants me out of the house you're not going to know when i got bills i can't pay and that's we're going to show them that example because so much of these kids with this social media crap and all that stuff they live off emotions they, every whatever's happening right now is either the the best thing in the world or it's the end of the world right and the second promise is i'm going to make you great or i'm going to make you quit and that's the standard in Temple. I want men that are, that are going to be in front of kids talking like that. And those two men we just talked about previously, they are walking personifications of that. I mean, they 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 buzz around. Kids respond to that. They can talk the talk. You know, I mean, I look up the other day and and uh, Rocco's demoing like press coverage in the weight room. I'm like, you're going to kill yourself in here. We don't got a lot of room. And he's like, he wanted to know, coach. He wanted to see the skills. And kids <laughs> respond to that. Kids respond to that. You know, I mean, Chad's face and, and you know, we got, we got those, uh, I don't know what you call them, like fat heads or whatever. There's, there's graphics all over this place. And Chad president is on about 15 of them, uh, you know, and so his reputation around here and he's kin to everybody in temple. I mean, he, you know, he, he kind of comes doing with, with, with walk-in street cred, uh, whereas Rocco kind of is doing it more the old-fashioned way, but he's doing a great job with it. And these kids, they're just they're just sponges right now, sucking this stuff up. And, of course, I get to run around between the two and just jump around and, and, and headbutt people and throw elbows. And, I mean, we're just having a good time with it right now. Head coach Scott Stewart of the Temple Wildcats with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas in a seven-team district. Uh, that unfolds yesterday. Is that about the right size for you, Coach? I mean, is that where you like it to be? Because sometimes you hear guys say, well, six teams is probably okay, but then I have to go find four non-district games, and seven's okay, eight's too many. I mean, what is what is the perfect number? Is there one? I don't know that there is one. And, again, I'd love to give you some kind of uh, 
uh, sound bite here to, to make myself and make ESPN Central Texas get on the map. But uh, like what I, I can't control any of that. The, 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 the guys in UIL or the people in the UIL decide that I don't have a preference. I, you know, I think seven's great. I've been in eight. I've been in nine. I've been in six. You know, I mean, it is a little harder when you're in six. Now you got, you got five district games in a six man district. You got to find five games. Uh, there's not a whole lot of those, so sometimes that increases travel. And if you look at it from, you know, athletic administration standpoint, you got to worry about some of that stuff. Uh, but seven's good. We got four non-district games. Uh, we got one big travel game. You know, which that's the one thing that I, you know, I, I tease about it, and I, it's a it's a bad problem to have. But you know, uh, Coach Foreman over at Shoemaker yesterday. You know, I was writing up the, the weeks that we needed, and everybody's coming up and, hey, we'll play, we'll play, we'll play. And I was like, he was like, you know, that's the first time in my life, this is Kobe talking. He says, first time since I've been here, I've ever seen somebody come up to you asking for a game. I said, well, you go one and nine, all of a sudden people find room to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't see him running up to, you know, to Westlake and Civil O Steel and those folks, but no, that's, you know, that's not a place we want to be. Uh, but, but uh, you know, we've, feel like we got a really competitive schedule we i think there's a lot of parity in the district i think you know there's some good football teams i mean obviously uh midway made a huge move i'm a humongous fan of joe gillespie and 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 what he's done and i know him personally i knew him personally when he was at Teamville. so you know what he's done and what he's going to do there uh that adds a little uh added layer of difficulty to the district but it's a good district and it's a heck of a bye district the only the only sigh i let out the only groan i let out is i said hey, can we not can we not apply for a uh waiver or apply for a, a like some kind of complaint to make DeSoto go where they're supposed to go yes mm. yes i agree <laughs> yeah i agree they uh they just got to stay right where they're at unfortunately oh, yeah. instead of dropping down to 5a like they should be yeah and, and coach and coach, you you kind of touched on it. You were reading my mind actually, because my next question was going to be about Midway and and the Joe Gillespie hire. You said you you've known him in the past. What what does that do for this district that you mentioned? It doesn't really have right now a, a powerhouse. There's parity in a district, which is not always the case here in all these other districts I'm looking at. So what does that do to have you know a fresh start at Temple and to have a, a fresh start at Midway for some of these local teams to to really kind of put the district up in the air? Well, I, I'll tell you what Joe Gillespie's going to do, and this is why I admire him so, is, is he's going to squeeze every drop out of every kid, every, always has. Uh, you know, you don't find yourself, and, and again, I'm not saying they didn't do a good job recruiting at TCU, but you don't find yourself at Stephenville winning state championships, at Tulsa leading uh, multiple defensive categories in the country, and then going to TCU and playing for a fatty. You don't do that unless you get every drop out of every kid. That's his MO. That's what he does, and that's kind of where our standard you know, we've kind of revisited what, what it's going to look like here. And we are going to get every drop out of every kid. And at the end of the day, I think he had one every game he's ever played uh, or he's ever coached in. And, you know, but I think uh, he has an air of confidence about him that, that will, uh, it will rub off on those kids. And, and, you know, again, we're walking around here with a swag. And sometimes it's not easy to do that. But knowing we're doing things right, as hard as we can, getting every drop out of every kid, we've kind of revamped. Uh, the only people that aren't walking around with a bounce in their step are, are some of the Temple Wildcats football players because we're breaking them in half as, as often and as, <laughs> as much as we can. Uh, but that's just that's what it's going to take, you know, and it's going to take what it takes, and that's been our kind of our mantra. It takes what it takes to be successful here. before school, after school, what, whatever it takes. That's that we're, we're going to do it, and we're going to commit to doing it. It's not a it's get it's a got get to not a got to type deal, and uh, because I promise you. 
that's going to be the standard in Midway, and that's going to be, you know, and that way, again, if we, if athletes come and go, the, the athleticism, you know, some years are better than others, uh, but the standard is what's going to, is what's going to keep you through some of the lean times. Sometimes we don't have the most athletic groups in the world. So, you know, I know he operates by that standard. Uh, we had ours kind of get put in place before I even knew he got named, you know, so, you know, that that's going to be a, a big challenge and he's going to do a great job there. Cause that's who he is. Coach Stewart with us here in the press box on ESPN central Texas and coach. I, I know the answer to this and why, but spring ball is rapidly approaching and you've always done spring ball because of you feel the advantation of having that time instead of just a extra week, the numbers don't add up in the fall. And the other thing is with the new summer workouts, is it even more beneficial for you to have spring practice because you can go through the summer practices and keep retaining what you talked about in the spring? Right. And, and, and again, the, the simple fact of it, I wish I was smarter than I am, but simple fact of it is I do know for a fact that 18 is greater than six. They don't <laughs> let you do two days anymore. And so you get six extra days in the fall or you get 18 days in the, in the spring. And, I, you know, and then you throw on, again, I think another layer of confirmation for me is we get to go four weeks of, you know, going through teaching in pads, you know, filming it, doing all that stuff. Then you get to come back in the summer and you get to come at it again without pads on for an hour every day and take those concepts and take those, you know, some of those things that maybe you weren't as proficient at that you need to be and work on that for six, six, seven weeks in the summertime. And I, I just, it's a no-brainer to me, and I I, you know, I respect people that don't do it. I don't really care. I mean, like again, and if I can't control it, I don't worry about it. So, but for us, uh, new systems being put into place, uh, I think it's I think it's a, an absolute necessity. And, and specifically looking at this team, coach, with with that same kind of mindset, you know, a, a young team that's coming off a tough season, but certainly had flashes of young talent in there, and with new coordinators in there too. How important is the spring session for for you guys this year, just to get everyone? caught up on the same page and get them excited about the upcoming season. Well, that, it is absolutely critical. And not only, not only to get the new system in, but to flush it, to flush yeah. the old ones. I mean, you know, they, they walked out that, that field for the last time, very disappointed in themselves, very disappointed in everything, coaches, players, fans, everybody. Uh, so let's put some pads on. Let's remind us that this is a game and it's fun to play. You know, you got to get your body and your mind in a certain position, a, a certain level to do it at a high level. But let, let, I want these kids to remember that this is fun, right? It don't always have to feel like it felt. And if it hurt bad enough, you'll do everything you can to make sure you never feel that way again. And I think it's important. I think it's important when you fall off a horse to get get the crap back on it. You know what I mean? If you fall off a bike, get your butt up and get back on it. We're not we're not going to avoid football because our last experience with football wasn't fun. You know, uh, these guys have a ball of energy as far as the coordinators. We're bringing in some coaches and, and we're re, you know, reconfiguring. Again, my job is to get the right people, not on the bus, get the right people in the right seat on the bus. So some guys that have been here that are going to stay here may not be coaching the same things they were. And that's okay, too. You know, we'll, we're, we're taking a look at what's best for everybody involved. And then let's go out and we let's have the very best time we can of working our tails off. And that's you teach a kid to work hard and have fun doing it in 2024. You're making a dent in this world. Head coach Scott Stewart of the Temple Wildcats with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Coach, always good to hear from you. Yeah, you got me ready for spring ball. I can't wait to see you and uh, be on the practice field and, and get the Temple Wildcats going again. But thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and have great workouts. 
we, we, we will do the latter. I mean, I, you know, again, there's a lot of work to be done. So enjoy is not part of the, the vocabulary <laughs> right now. But, you know, there, there is validity and there's belief in why we're doing what we're doing. So the time spent is, is, is what's spent. And, and by the way, guys, you guys are the best I've ever been around. I've been all over the state of Texas. I've dealt with probably dozens and dozens and dozens of uh, sportscasters and people that do that. And y'all, y'all celebrate kids. You celebrate programs. You celebrate coaches. You celebrate this game and sport. Anybody's ever done it. So I can't tell you how much, uh, as an advocate for you guys and, and as a beneficiary of you guys, how much we appreciate you. Thank you, Coach. Certainly do appreciate it. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. There goes Coach Scott Stewart, head coach of the Temple Wildcats. Talk about that, that, me winning him over, by the way. That was the first time he's talked to me. He's putting me up there with the best. There you go. I think we can both bring that to the boss. Yes. yes. Maybe get some more money out of him. Did you hear what, <laughs> did you hear what Scott Stewart said about us? Mark Just that saying. tape. Mark Just that say, tape. Yeah, can we get that clipped, please? <laughs> Brian Coppers Cove, Colleen, Colleen Harker-Heights, Colleen Shoemaker, Temple, and Waco Midway. That's going to be a fun district, yeah. and I, I can't wait to get it started. But also, I can't wait for spring football. And it's fun. You know, we don't know. We talked to Coach Gillespie last week after he was hired. He's not sure if it works out for him for spring ball because he doesn't know if he's going to have staff in place or whatever. I, I get all that, and I hope it does work out for him because I'd, I'd like to go see. I, I know that uh, the Colleen schools will have spring football. Temple will have spring football, and to go watch those practices is just so much fun because it's the raw learning mm-hmm of what you're going to do and it's the ground level and i really enjoy being able to kind of get a peek of that yeah and and what's cool about that seeing spring ball and even early in the summer summer workouts is you're learning things about the team and so are the coaches like you guys are both learning it in real time and I, i know you know this as a coach but when when new coordinators come in and everything you know no no seat is really guaranteed you know Mm -hmm. there could be someone that just works better in your system and so you're figuring things out along with the coaches I I know for you know for example China Spring last year they found out that Dean Hanna one of the best baseball players in the whole state uh, as a sophomore committed to the University of Texas they found out he can play football too he's a first baseman in baseball they found out he had some wheels and he was their leading one of their leading receivers at tight end this year so it's kind of fun like being able to pick up on on new things just as the coaches are too. And, and I mean, coach Stewart talked about it. I'm sure it'll be the same way for coach Gillespie. It's really important. Those more important for the spring practices when you've got new guys coming in and especially for both those teams that had young talent, especially temple um, to really get them back into football and shifting that focus and having everyone on the same page. It's, it is important. I'm with you on the spring versus the, the extra summer workouts. It's just, it doesn't really make sense to me. No, it, it, <laughs> just, it's, I don't. It's, I don't. It's, get it's it. like Coach Stewart said. It's real easy math. Yeah, like it doesn't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out. Mm, I get eighteen practices, fully padded, and I can film them, or I get six, and three of those have to be in shell. And and they're so <laughs> months in between. By the way, like that's that's the other thing too. Like these spring practices are valuable in terms of teaching the kids earlier mm-hmm. and, and getting them on the same page for a few months. I know it's, you know, obviously more so for those programs we talked about with new coaches, but it's still, I mean, you're more practices in the spring and I think more valuable practices in the spring. Oh, and there's no doubt. It, it, it's a no brainer. And I know, you know, we had talked about it midway. We don't know because of 
whether Coach Gillespie will have the full and, staff there or not. But that, that's that's what it depends on. I mean, yeah, if, and if he has everything in, in place, mind. I promise you he'll go spring yeah. practices. He just will. But if he doesn't, I get it. I understand why you would say, yeah, we're we're just not ready yet. But I I would think things are probably cooking pretty fast over there. I would think so. And so I And he said people want to come here, so by the time <laughs> April rolls around, the end of March and April rolled around and it's time for spring ball, don't be surprised to see Panthers on the practice field. I I, I would not be surprised. One of the things that Coach Stewart said and I didn't know if I'm pretty sure you realized it, but DeSoto in District 11, mm-hmm. that's the District of Doom with Cedar Hill, Dallas Skyline now in that district, DeSoto, Duncanville, Lancaster, Mesquite, Mesquite Horn, and Waxahachie. DeSoto actually had numbers to go down to 5A. Yep. But they petitioned the UIL to say, no, we're cool. We want to stay right here in District 11. Well, that's unfortunate for District 12 because, look, <laughs> You've got DeSoto and Duncanville, two state champions in the same district, sitting there, and they're probably going to be one of the two that that come out on top in this district yep. again. Yep. There's, there's no doubt whether they should be five A or six A. I I don't I get that you all said okay, you don't have the numbers, but if you want to stay up, I think it's a misjust justice to District Twelve. Not to say that. You couldn't look at Cedar Hill or Lancaster or Waxahachie or even Mesquite as being a, another challenge, but you got the top two right there that just kind of take everything out of the equation when you go to buy district right. and you're the right. you know bottom four, bottom two in this district going up against those two teams. It's it's a little bit jaded, isn't it? A, a little bit, yeah, yep, yep, and. Look, I mean, they don't have much trouble in 6A, so obviously they wouldn't have much trouble in 5A either. In fact, I'm looking at no. the, the 5A districts, and I'm thinking the one, there's District 5, which is all Dallas with South Oak Cliff in there, so that's not it. But District 3 is the one I'm looking at. That's Argyle, uh, Seguin and Arlington, Burleson, Colleyville Heritage. That's probably where they would have landed. That's probably where they end up, and they're winning that comfortably. Oh, comfortably. going away. And... and not not to really diss this district, but they don't have a Duncanville in that district. You know what I mean? So it's it's not like this, like the aversion of justice, like you're seeing in six A, where one of those teams has to be second place, and those third and fourth place teams that are really good are are in a heck of a bind that they wouldn't be in any other district in 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 the six A. You don't have that here in that in that district three. Now, if they were in District 4, which would be weird with Anna, Melissa, and Lovejoy, that's a different story, and I don't think they would end up in there, but um, I, I was surprised not to see them down there at District 3, 5A, but that's that's not what they wanted. They wanted to stay 6A, They want, and they won the 6A championship by the most points ever. So, uh, yeah, they, they didn't do too bad in there. No, we're not bad. Not too bad <laughs> at all. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about another district that is so spread out and there's several of them that are spread out, but there's one in particular that there's been a petition put out there and I want to get your thoughts on should they be granted that petition and should the other schools be in favor of that? That's next on the press box. 
Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell Center on Saturday hosting Iowa State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we treat you like family. Find new roads. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Everything we do, we do for you. Hi, I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union. Are you looking for a checking account that earns 5% APY, refunds all ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a First Central Credit Union slam dunk. 
Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the Press Box here on this Friday. Brought to you by Scott's Lease Trailers. Pickup Outfitters. Also brought to you by Precision Garage Door and CTWP here on this Friday. We were talking a little bit about UIL realignment and where some teams have fell and some teams real happy about where they are, some teams not so happy about it, and some districts not so happy about some teams being in their district. And that's one of the cases in 5A Division One, District 7, where you have Burleson Centennial, Cleburne, Highland Park coming down south to that district, the Joshua Owls, Middle Othian, Red Oak, Tyler. Tyler? That's, that, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's also weird. Yeah. That's, that's weird. But then you throw in Lufkin. That's Lufkin, crazy. that's 300 miles. That's crazy. 300 miles from Cleburne. And what's so funny about this is <laughs> I realized it as soon as we went to break. I was reading off 5A Division Two where DeSoto should have been. And obviously they'd be in 5A1 if they moved down. This is the district they would be in. Probably you so. You would just sub them out for Lufkin. You would put Lufkin in that District 9, which is what they're, they're petitioning. And the, the district that they would go into has to vote unanimously. And they did not to let Lufkin in. And so now they need to petition the UIL for it. I mean, this is just madness, man. It really, really is. And I don't see how the UIL could justify saying, okay, I know this district doesn't want you, but travel-wise, for everybody in the district, on both sides, in 7 and in 9, mm-hmm. it just makes more sense. And, and Matt Stepp had a great thread about this with the, with the drive times for it. So if they move to 9-5A, which is where they're trying to go, that's – Angleton, uh, Sterling, and United, or Sterling and Baytown, United and Westbrook and Beaumont, Ball and Galveston, uh, Port Arthur Memorial, M- Mount Bellevue, Barbers Hill. So their farthest trip in that district that they're trying to go to is two hours and 13 minutes, which would be the second closest in the district that they're in right now. Tyler is the closest at an hour 38, and then the next closest is two hours and 56. Wow. That's incredible. Cleburne's two hours, 56. Red Oak, two hours, 59. Highland Park, three hours, one. Three hours, 25. Or excuse me, Midlothian was two fifty-six. Three hours, 25 to Cleburne. Three and a half to Joshua. And three and a half to Burleson. That's nuts, man. I mean. That is, that is absolutely insane. There's no reason why they should keep that the way it is. Oh, that that is. That's a little much for West Texas which we talked about yesterday, is all bets are off because it's so spaced out. And Lufkin doesn't need to be in that situation. Just doesn't. And no. It, it, and I, neither I do those other teams. I UIL is going to give them District 9. I, I feel like they have to. Those other teams shouldn't be in that situation either. No, that's the other thing. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, because you've got some varsity to play and everything else right. on Thursday night. And, I mean, come on. Wait, are, are you... Are you telling me that you're going to play that game at 5 o'clock in the afternoon so you can get home before midnight and yeah. go get up and go to school the next day? Yeah. No, they're not going to do that. Leave, they're going to roll it out at 7 early. o'clock, and then they're going to get home at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Ugh. And we'll see you in class tomorrow in just a couple of hours. It, it, it makes no sense to me. That's just brutal. That's just brutal. Um, 
for obviously the players, but for their families, for the coaches, and for their families who, you know, I mean, there's only so much availability they have during the football season anyway, and then to say, oh yeah, on this Thursday night, I'm coming home at 2 in the morning, because we've got a, a freshman game in Lufkin, is is bizarre. It's insane. I, I can't imagine they don't allow them into District 9. I, I think they have to. They really, really have to. Which, by the way, is still a, a good bit of travel. But it is. Everything's but it's over not an like hour that. and a half. But it's well, versus the alternative, man. Three and, and a half hours to an hour and a half? Shave off two hours? I'd take it every day. Yeah, and, and that's what Lufkin's used to, right? Like, that, that's, they're, they're yeah, used they're to doing an hour and a half, two hours. Like, they, they are under no illusion that they should have a district like we have here in, in 4A2 when all the teams are within 50 minutes. They're not under that illusion. But they're like, come on, guys. I mean, what do we got to do? Uh, you, you, you talk about the size that came out yesterday because of uh, who teams would have to play. But I admit, a Lufkin's got to just be on their knees walking out of Birdville yesterday. Like, what do we got to do? What do we have to do? And now it means they'll have to go straight to the UIL for it. Well, I, I don't know how long the process takes. I really don't. Uh, oh, politics, and and yeah. it, it really hasn't, it hasn't always worked out. Even with the appeals for schools. They, we've seen them appeal before, and then the U.S. said, no, nope, this is the best we can do. We're sticking with this. Which, by the way, UIL is the one doing these districts. Yes, they are. So they've made the decision already that the person they're appealing to. So I, I would love to hear, and, and if it gets denied, we'll hopefully hear it, but what the explanation is for putting them in that district. I, you know, it, it, we know this. It can't always be perfect, but this seems like such a, a better compromise to have them in District 9. Yeah, it's it's just it's a stretch for me. You had some news come across a few minutes ago with the passing of Carl Weathers, mm. former college and NFL player. You probably know him best as the I boxing think, guy, as Stephanie said. The boxing guy, as Stephanie would say, Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Was that his most famous role by far? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm well. I can't say by far because of the. The, the loyalty around Star Wars. Like okay. He was, he was a, a, a decent character in those those original movies, which are much better than the prequels, as Lando Calrissian. And for a small subject of, subsect of people my age and a little bit older, Happy Gilmore, but not, not at the level of Apollo Creed, obviously. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if I think of him, it automatically goes to Apollo Creed. But then again, the Rocky franchise is my favorite franchise of movies of all time. So I wasn't a big, I I've never seen an episode of star Wars. Not one, not one. What? Not one. The original ones are like good movies. If you're an appreciator of good movies, I I've just never seen them. Never seen them. 76. My brother, his other big one stars was predator. Yeah. And that's right. Yes. He was predator. Yes. Forgot about that. Cause I've only seen it once. And he was great on Arrested Development. If you ever watched that show, he was. He's I forgot as in himself. That. Yes. Yeah. He's great. Hey, look. Uh, who's back. So, seventy six. It it seems like young. I know that's not young, but anyway, he seen. He was on a podcast I listened to like a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? It sounded great. Yeah. So that's, that's sad, man. And and genuinely, from all the stories we've heard, like one of the very nice guys of Hollywood. Seventy six years old. Seventy six. Went to that's a that's an in memoriam next year right there. San Diego State this year, I guess. Played linebacker at San Diego State. Uh, 
They won the Pasadena Bowl. And then he went undrafted and signed with the Oakland Raiders as a free agent in 1970 as a linebacker. He played in seven games for the Raiders in 1970. Oh, our boy Q is mourning. And the AFC West great. Division title on their way to the first ever AFC Championship game. And then he was converted to strong safety. So well, that's got to be a Madden team. Yeah. 70? Yeah. Oof. That's tough, man. So there you go. Born in New Orleans, Louisiana. Favorite Rocky movie? Oof. I, I guess probably one. Still. That's fair. That's fair. That's probably the best movie out of them all. No. Like, like the most well-made, I would say. Oh, yeah. I I'm a sucker for Rocky Four, man. I, I see. I uh-huh. love Rocky Three And love the third one, too. Clubber Lang. Lang. Yeah. Mr. T was so great at, as Clubber Lang. He was perfect in that and, and And them, him finding out that he had been, they had given him, well, softer opponents to build up his record, and yeah. he didn't even know it. I was like, that's how boxing actually works. Oh, big time. <laughs> yes. But I, I I would say my ranking's always been three, four, one, two. But honorable mention one and two Rocky were five. a little before my time. I like saw them on HBO. Yeah. Whereas three and four I saw in the theater. So that probably yeah, I've seen makes them all a in the theater. Difference. Yeah. I'm a sucker for Rocky Four. I, I you know what, Christmas me too. Movie. Me too. It's just it like looking back on it now, it it is ridiculous, right? But it just perfectly tugs at everything. Like those commies, you know, yes. and they're they're killing our favorite sons, and we need to go over there and and train like the blue collar <laughs> Americans USA. that we are. USA. Yes, USA. on Christmas in Russia, we have won over the Russians with our American spirit, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yes. All right, J Mo's coming up next, followed by the Matt Mosley Show. With none other than Matt Mosley this afternoon. Yeah, imagine that coming up this afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, we got Baylor men's and women's basketball right here coming up this weekend, tomorrow and Sunday as well. So be uh, be aware of that and be able to tune in tomorrow night as the Bears are back on the hardwood, trying to get it going in the right direction. Go out and great uh, have a great weekend, everybody. That's going to do it for us for Cam and Aaron. I'm Warren White. Until next time, so long, everybody.